Good morning, Zinger Nation. Welcome back to your daily stocks to watch. Today is Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. It is a, a pretty nice, well, cloudy, but a nice morning, at least, uh, at least where I am. How are you doing, Mr. David Willey? Fantastic. Thanks, Mike. It's always great to start the morning with your voice and doing the stocks to watch. So <laughs> I appreciate that. Wow, that's, that's high praise. It's up there with stocks to watch is, uh, is my voice. That's, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> I love the stocks to watch, and I do I love getting to, to do this every day. It's a, it's a joy to be on with you and get to talk to our listeners and viewers and throw some ideas out there. We've got a good list for you today. Our theme, we're working with some themes recently, which I like doing. Our theme for today is dividend stocks. Dividends, um, some interesting ones to watch if you are looking at the sector. I feel like as we've seen the last year or so, there's been less of an emphasis, at least in retail, on some specific names and more on dividends. I've heard a lot of people anecdotally talking about moving towards dividend or covered call strategies. It just seems like something that's kind of popping recently. So it's great to get to do a little education, talk about some names. If you're looking at a number of different sectors here, we've got some, some interesting stuff. So cracking straight into our list. Number one, we've got Lowe's. That's ticker L-O-W. Number two, we've got Realty Income, which is ticker O. Number three is Chevron. That's ticker C-V-X. Number four is Target. That's ticker TGT. Looks like I got a little switched up here. Starbucks is actually number two. And Realty Income is going to be at the back end. But ticker two is Starbucks. That's ticker S-B-U-X. Starting off with Lowe's, uh, we've talked about it many times when they're reporting earnings. When we talk about housing data, when we talk about using Lowe's sales figures, their growth figures to kind of gauge the consumer home improvement market and things when you're doing a sympathy play with Home Depot. But it's also pretty, pretty good if for a uh, dividend stock as well. The company has raised its dividend almost every year since going public in 1961 and has raised the payout by more than 500 percent over the past decade alone. A pretty solid dividend stock. That's one thing that some of the some of the keys to look for if you're looking at investing in dividend stocks is are they consistent? Are they actually consistently paying out money? Is it just a one-time thing that made their uh, the dividend yield percentage look really good, and then they don't really follow through on it? Maybe not the best one to go for. Maybe you want a more consistent uh, payout company that is. Uh, very good at optimizing and even increasing their dividend over time. That can that can really add up. Uh, our second, oh, I'd say before we move on, I did want to ask Mike just about dividend yields in general. So this is a very basic question, but what exactly is a dividend yield? Because I, you know, it's always framed as a percentage, and I guess if it's simply in terms of paying out from the stock, why wouldn't every company offer a dividend yield? Because that obviously seems like a very attractive thing for investors. Mm, those are some good questions. So so like you said, dividend yield, we, we talk about it in a percentage form, and I'll, I'll read the exact definition, but it's, it's a financial ratio that tells you the percentage of a company's share price that it pays out in dividends each year. So I think there's some Sometimes I've heard some confusion about it. It's like, is it a percentage of market cap? It is, no, no. It's the percentage of share price. Um, so it's the value you're getting from the money that the company is, is giving back to its investors from its profits as compared to the current price. 
So you can see interesting situations where, let's say, a dividend is eh, it's, you know, it's moderately good, but then the stock price goes way down. And so, whoa, the dividend yield is really high. Or if the stock price goes way up, then the dividend yield will go down. So it's, it's kind of in flux. It's keeping it in context with the idea that it's the price, uh, it's the percentage of the price dealt over that year span. And why companies, uh, maybe companies don't give it out is, a, is an interesting question. It's really dependent on uh, profitability. It's dependent on a lot of factors um, in terms of the decisions of the board, in terms of, the, I mean, shareholder votes. Generally, if a company wants to start um, a dividend structure, then the shareholders have to vote on it. There has to be a certain amount of, uh, generally, it's a good idea to not be giving out dividends unless there's profit coming in. So a lot of stocks, maybe in the tech sector, in uh, high growth industries, you don't see much in terms of a dividend because the the idea there is these stocks, uh, biotech as well. These stocks are, you know, you're, you're maybe you're in these stocks because you believe that the growth potential is there. They're pre-profit in a lot of cases, um, and you're not necessarily expecting a consistent return in terms of just the operations of the company. But where a stock that is has been going for a long time, like the, like the names we have, like Lowe's, uh, they have very set business models and they're profitable. You usually expect to get dividends out of them. So I think a lot of the stocks that don't issue dividends are more growth oriented, more um, they're not exactly focused on providing the shareholder value in terms of dividends. But we do see some some big companies stopping dividends every now and again, and that's usually a bad sign. So if a company has been pretty consistent with issuing dividends and suddenly they have to stop, not not usually a very good sign. Or even if they have to reduce, you'll often see stock price go down uh, and a bad take from the market if a company lowers or stops issuing dividends. Sure. And it does seem to me that maybe it's interesting you were saying that there's more of an interest right now in in dividend stocks. And maybe part of that, I mean, that this would just be my guess, is that that is a symptom of a more uncertain market, that we're looking for something where we know that there's going to be, you know, at least some payout. So you know that you're getting some return on investment. And even if things get a little unstable, then... Um, the, you know, we, we know what we're looking for. Talking of, I, I thought it was interesting that you said, you know, look look for a company that has been very consistent in, in giving out uh, dividends. And our second stock is Realty Income. That's ticker O, which is a nice, easy one to say. Now, if you're looking for a simple way to invest in high quality real estate for income and for growth, Realty Income is definitely a stock worth checking out. Um, so they've just declared a 25 cent per share dividend. Um, and that's an annual, that brings it to an annual amount of $3 and six cents per share. Now I, I read this, they, they, um, they tweeted about it, uh, yesterday. This is their 637th consecutive common stock monthly dividend in the company's 54 year operating history. Now, I'm not very good at math, so I had to go in and type that in. But that comes over to just over, um, that's pretty much one every month for 54 years. So that's a pretty impressive record in my mind. And they're just an interesting company because I saw them described somewhere as sort of the gold standard for um, what they do, which is they're a triple N um, real estate investment trust. 
uh, and they've maintained right now a dividend of 5%, which seems higher than a lot of the other dividends that we've been looking at. Um, Lowe's, I don't see what Lowe's is. I know Target, we're at about 3%. Starbucks, 2%. So yeah, we're, compared with some of these other companies that we're talking about today, it seems like Realty has a pretty high dividend yield. Yeah, yeah, 5% is, is pretty darn good. Uh, we've seen some higher, especially as inflation has risen and as interest rates have risen. But 5%, pretty darn good dividend. And an interesting, an interesting stock because we look at you know some of these larger retail names that we know and love, Starbucks, Lowe's, Target, et cetera. We'll talk about those in a second. But I think a lot of people, a lot of people already know about um, REITs, R-E-I-T, Real Estate Investment Trusts. But a lot of people don't. And these companies like Realty Income are very interesting vehicles to invest in a basket of properties, essentially, um, and get the, the rental profits from that as, as dividends. Um, and we've seen this in multiple different sectors. I know that there are medical REITs out there, so specifically for hospitals and uh, medical properties. There are residential ones. There are commercial ones. It's an interesting way to get exposure to the real estate market without directly taking ownership of any properties. And essentially, the idea is that the profits from all the rents are distributed as dividends, which can be very uh, lucrative when the real estate market's going well. We've seen some some choppiness in there, but a good sign from Realty Income. They're consistently increasing that dividend, keeping it around 5%. Uh, should be pretty decent news for Realty Income investors, whether or not you're invested in Realty income, it's a good idea to look at some of these these plays that are more sector focused on things that can pretty consistently over time provide shareholder value. Stock to watch number three is Chevron. That's ticker CVX with oil back, especially over the past few years. Uh, a lot of oil stocks have been popping and roaring back to the forefront. The energy sector has been one of the best performing since COVID-19. And Chevron has been a pretty darn big win for a lot of investors. We saw that huge, I can vividly remember, the huge tanking of oil futures when they went negative. I will, uh, I will hopefully I'll never forget that. Um, but I will, I, that, is, that was a crazy, crazy moment. We saw people buying oil futures for taking, getting money to buy oil futures and then just buying oil trucks and like trying to fill them up and do all sorts of crazy stuff. And then a huge comeback after demand uh, really came back to life pretty soon after COVID. A lot of people made a lot of money, including the oil companies. Now they're doing quite well again. Um, and oil companies are some of the classic type of dividend plays. Um, oil and telecommunications and manufacturing are usually um, pretty consistent, pretty solid dividend plays. Uh, we see investors like Warren Buffett often, often talking about how the oil companies are, are important to look at and to consider. Because the, think about the what dividends are. It's that sharing of the profits. It's that sharing of the of the increased value. And things like raw materials are, are, if the prices stay high, there can be a lot of that that is consistent. And especially in the oil industry, has been a consistent uh, industry that has managed to to create those value propositions for their investors. Now, there's always the question of renewables. There's the question of where is the oil industry going long term. But at least in the short and mid terms, it has been a pretty darn resilient sector. It looks to me like a pretty good yield as well. It says um, almost 4% dividend yield, which 
seems on the higher side, um, perhaps, at least of what we're looking at today. Is this a pretty consistent thing that oil companies are high dividend Give us like so like Exxon or Shell, you know, would you expect to see also pretty high dividend yields with those companies? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Definitely an industry that is relatively known for its pretty darn high, pretty, pretty good overall. Nothing is not usually not anything absolutely crazy, um, as opposed to sometimes you'll see a REIT that has a really uh high dividend yield, it may be just because the, the share price is low. Oil is generally, generally the share prices are, are pretty high. They don't, they don't drop very terribly, except for, for COVID uh, was a big example of, a, of an opportunity there. But taking into account that those, those percentage yields are associated with the share price sure. uh, can be, be pretty, uh, pretty good deal anyway for some of these companies. So Talking of, you know, a more sort of going from a more stable to perhaps a slightly more instable example, our, our fourth stock is Target, and that's ticker TGT. Now, Target has been a great run realtor out there, a solidly profitable company. You know, in recent, uh, it's been recently focused on increasing its e-commerce business, expanding in-store offerings, uh, and has managed to keep sales growing amid all of this. But obviously, its stock has taken a bit of a, a dip in recent months, um, there's been a boycott going on of Target. It's seen about a 20% drop, I think, since May. Um, I think this is its fourth day of consecutive losses. Now, how does this affect Target gives um, a pretty good dividend? Um, right now, its dividend is at about 3.3%. But as you said, Mike, that will obviously change as the stock moves around. So how does a big dip like this for someone like Target affect a dividend yield? Yeah, and I like talking about, I'm glad we have this on the list and are talking about it because one of the interesting things to watch if you're into dividends is the dividend yield is going to be artificially, I mean, it's not artificially, it, it is directly moved around, but but especially when we see these kind of fast dips, um, tar Target now after this, you know, this 20% down move in the last three months, the dividend looks pretty pretty good. Um, and part of that is because of the dip in the share price. And so the even if a company isn't necessarily raising their dividends or even if they lower them, if the share price is going down fast enough, uh, the dividend yield will be pretty good. Now, that's the, the kind of risk reward there is if you're if you're going into a company with uh, a dividend yield and you think that they're about to bottom out, that can be very good. Then the share price could be going back up. You're going to make less than uh, on the dividend yield as it goes back up, but it doesn't necessarily matter because you bought in at a low. But if the share price keeps going down, you may be in for a sticky situation. Investing in dividend stocks is usually more of a mid to long term play, uh, but there are some interesting ways to look at how the yield uh, can affect the share price and how the share price can affect the yield in kind of a feedback loop. So if you see people saying, oh, Target's dividend is actually really good right now, maybe without the context of the downward move, uh, it's an interesting situation to look at. Stock to watch number five, we've got Starbucks. That's ticker SBUX. Starbucks is another one of those consistent companies. They've increased their dividend every year since 2010, while also increasing earnings per share by 721% over the same period. Starbucks, one of the classic 
classic retail plays in the U.S. and globally, um, a company that has been pretty darn consistent, as mentioned, especially when it comes to profitability, when it comes to dividends, when it comes to EPS. Another one to watch. And the interesting thing, I think we've, we've talked a lot of our list is, I mean, Target, Starbucks, Lowe's, these are three big retail plays. And retail has been one of those consistent dividend providers uh, it's going to be interesting to watch as we see some other companies in the retail sector struggling. Uh, we've seen companies like Macy's uh, and others really struggle. So it's not always going to be consistent. There can be consumer appetites that change over time. Uh, we talked a little bit about sneakers over the last couple of weeks as well as one of those unique sectors where consumer preferences do change. Uh, Starbucks, Target, and Lowe's are pretty entrenched, but you never know what exactly is going to happen, especially over the mid to long term. Uh, so watching these names, they could continue trending uh, in the upward direction over time and continue trending with those dividends consistent. Or you could see some problems on the road ahead for these companies. All right, we're going to go back over our list and get you out to your trading day just in time for market open. All these dividend stocks. Number one is Lowe's. That's ticker L-O-W. Stock to watch two was Realty Income, that's ticker O. Number three, we had Chevron, which is CVX. Number four is Target, that's TGT. And number five was Starbucks, that's ticker SBUX. Hope everyone has a wonderful Tuesday, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.